Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. As you take your Bibles, turn with us to the book of Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse number nine. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'd like just to talk to you for a little while on the subject, what can we do to avoid spiritual dropout? Over the years, I'm sure you know of many people, I know of many people who dropped out. Some really surprised me. And I believe there's some things we can do where we'll never be a spiritual dropout. Many excuse themselves from the work of religion, though they make a show, profess it. Our present time is a time to sow seed. And we reap from the seeds we sow in this life, both now and we will in the next world. And there's two sorts of sowing, one to the flesh, the other to the spirit. And so will be the reckoning. We're all very apt to tire in duty, particularly when we've been doing good. Only to perseverance in well-doing is the reward promise. And that's what I'm after, the reward. Amen? And that's the one it's promised to, the one that will continue. Here's an exhortation to all who do good in all places, we should take care and do good in our lifetime and make this the business of our life, especially when fresh occasions offer. Amen. And when we had the opportunity to do good, you know, dropping out of school is a major problem. There's reasons. I read some of the reasons why young people drop out of school, a dislike of the school, academic failure, a need of work, desire for marriage, unfair teachers, and the list goes on. But there's also another list. Why people drop out of the house of God. Amen, a careful study of the church attendance will let us know that the percentage of spiritual dropouts is even greater than those who quit school. The peril of becoming a spiritual dropout. Jeremiah, a prophet, became a spiritual dropout for a while. And we read about that in Jeremiah, the 20th chapter and verse number nine. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones, And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. So here's a great man of God who came to a time in his life where he was a spiritual dropout. Elijah is another man who became a spiritual dropout for a period of time. None of us are exempt from discouragement. 
Every Christian, I believe, from time to time becomes discouraged. At one time or other, most all of us probably have reacted kind of like Elijah did. From a spiritual point of view, in the early verses of 1 Kings 19, it's one of the saddest stories of the Word of God. Here, one of the most fearless and faithful prophets of all time flees for his life in response to a threat of harm by a wicked woman. Elijah, the great worker of miracles and a mover of man, becomes a spiritual dropout because of deep discouragement and despair for his life. Now before we get to thinking, it can never happen to me. Friend, we need to think about it. If it could happen to Elijah and Jeremiah, it can happen to me. It can happen to you. And in verse number four, we're told that Elijah went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and he said it's enough. There's things in my life, disappointments, problems, I've actually prayed, Lord, just take me home. Get me out of here. And I meant that from the depths of my heart. I, I was ready to leave this life because I didn't see no way out. Amen. And I tell you, dear ones, I don't want you to I feel like you have lost your salvation because you have come to that place one time or other because here's a great man of God, amen, who come to that place in his life. Amen, therefore, since we're all subject to this common spiritual enemy, I suspect that some are discouraged and possibly on the verge or brink of spiritual despair. And the reason I'm sure of that, amen, is this very moment someone, no doubt, is wrestling with this problem because Bible history and human experience records the tragedies of a large number of great good men and women who gave up in spiritual despair. So though no one is totally exempt from this and its tendency, discouragement should never lead us to the place of despair. The Apostle Paul was one who faced discouragement, but notice what he said in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse number 8, we are troubled on every side. Think about that. Every way we look, Every way we turn, we've got trouble, yet not distress. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, 
that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. My friend, I want to level with you. There's nothing abnormal or unspiritual about the very fact that you come to a place where you get discouraged. That's not abnormal, but surely it's a grievous sin to let discouragement develop into despair and defeat you and rob you of your usefulness to God. Now, we're not too surprised when discouragement and despair comes to a newborn babe. We're not too surprised when it comes to someone mentally or spiritually when they're not very strong, but when defeat comes to a preacher or a minister of the gospel, we're shocked. How could that happen to him? Friend, Elijah was not an unstable, emotional individual. In fact, he was one of the greatest spiritual giants that I can read about in the Bible. This courageous prophet had just achieved one of the most remarkable victories ever recorded in the Word of God. But for some strange reason, he loses his cool and his courage becomes a spiritual dropout. You say, well, why then is such a story recorded in the Word of God? Why didn't God leave this part out of the Bible? Because he wanted you and I to know that these things happen to us as the people of God. So when we get in those situations, we can look back and see even great men in the Bible also face similar situations. Because friend, you know as well as I do, when you go through hard places and disappointments, when you get discouraged, the devil's right there to jump on you. Say, you're not saved because you're going through this. If you was where you ought to be with God, you wouldn't be facing all these problems. But don't ever forget, how can you tell when the devil's lying? Every time he opens his mouth. Amen. He'll lie to you. He is an accuser of the brethren. He will accuse you. He will falsely accuse you. Just like he came to Jesus. If thou be the Son of God. What was he trying to do? Make Jesus doubt if he was truly the Son of God. And he will come to you many times throughout your Christian life. If you was a Christian, then this would have never happened. If you was right with God, then this would have never happened. So this is the way you can tell it's the devil. When God deals with me about something, when God deals with you about something, he will let you know exactly what the problem is. But the devil leaves you in confusion. He'll come along and say, there's something bad wrong with you. You're the biggest hypocrite that's ever walked through the doors here at God's Acres. That's what the devil say. Well, what have I done? The devil say, well, you have to guess. I'm not going to tell you. Figure it out. You can mark it down 100% of the time. That's the devil. God doesn't work that way. God loves you. And when you have a problem, he'll let you know exactly what the problem is. Don't ever forget, child of God, God is not the author of confusion. 
The devil is behind confusion. And if you're confused, it's the devil. Amen. Such a story is recorded to remind us that dark hours of discouragement and loneliness is a place of even leadership. It's not uncommon for even preachers to go through these valleys. Amen. Sometimes preachers are in valleys, but they got to get up and preach and act like nothing's wrong. Just got to go right on. Amen. He's, he's the pastor. He's got to go on. But many times you never know the hard places that your pastor is going through. The heavy load that he's carrying. Be careful not to make the load any heavier. Lighten the load every opportunity that you can. In fact, both scripture and Christian biography bear ample testimony that at one time or another, all men are subject to this dreadful malady. Listen to Psalms in chapter 55 and verse number six. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove for I would fly away and rest. If I could just have wings like a dove, I'd just get away from all this. Amen. Do you detect here a faint but definite expression of fear and discouragement? A desire to get away from the whole thing. That's what I detect. Psalmist said, I, I, I wish I had some wings. I wish I could be like a dove and just secretly fly away. Amen. John Mark was one time a spiritual dropout who later returned to his task and became profitable and efficient servant of the Lord. In the book of Acts, the 12th chapter, verse 25, it says, And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Acts 15 and verse number 37 says, and Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark, but Paul thought not good to take him with them who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. And the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. But later, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 4.11, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. The devil may bombard you say well God's finished with you you dropped out you quit there's no use to start again but you can get back in there friend and not only get back in the race you can be profitable to the work of God you can be an asset to the work of God one more time amen because you can learn from those mistakes you can see where you went wrong the last time and you can use that to
to build your spiritual character. I know where I went wrong the last time, and I'm not going back down that road again. I'm not going to allow that to hinder me spiritually for the Lord. So I want to deal with some of the causes. Why is it that people drop out? One of the things is weariness. It's in our text, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not be weary and well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Remember one time I really encouraged the congregation I was pastoring. I mean, I really probably put too much pressure. Let's really get out and bring people to the revival. We're living in a day and time, it's hard to get people out. And one poor sister, God bless her heart, she was a young Christian. And she worked so hard and invited so many people to the revival. And the last night, others had brought some people. The last night she just come in and sat down and wept like a baby. I said, Sister Becky, what's wrong? She said, I tried so hard to get my family and my friends, different ones to come with me. Some said they would, and nobody, none of them showed up. Be not weary in well-doing. Don't get weary when you're doing the right thing. We'll reap if we faint not. The difficulty of struggle sometimes causes us to be a spiritual dropout. Ephesians 6, 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He let us know we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Sometimes, the battle gets tiresome. If we're not careful, we'll end up being a spiritual dropout. Hang in there because you can be a winner. You can win those battles. Amen. By the help of God. An unwillingness to forgive those who have mistreated us sometimes brings people to a place where they drop out. They just can't seemingly bring themselves to forgive someone who's mistreated them. Matthew 6, 14 says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Another thing that causes this spiritual dropout, neglect of either private or public worship. Somebody said, I want to avoid spiritual dropout. Here's how you do it. Be here every time the doors open. Don't let anything, unless it's emergency, keep you out of the house of God. Here's where you're fed. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Just like you gotta eat regularly, amen, to have strength physically. You've got to be fed from the Lord's table to have spiritual strength. People become spiritual dropouts because they willfully lay out of the house of God. Amen. Hebrews 10, 24, let us consider one another and provoke unto 
love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You need this. You want to avoid spiritual dropout, be in the services. Amen. And then an incomplete response to the total will of God can bring discouragement, and you'll end up being a spiritual dropout. Don't just go part of the way. Go all the way with God. Don't hold back on God. People who hold back on God many times end up being a spiritual dropout. The deliberate toleration of known sin will cause you to end up being a spiritual dropout. You can't hold on to known sin. Give it up. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. I want to talk to you about another one. Unrealistic expectations concerning the perfection of others. See, what you need to do is focus on yourself. Amen. Amen. You be what God would have you to be. Amen. And some folks get discouraged because they look too much at other people. And they start focusing on what this one's doing and what that one's doing. And I don't think that he's really doing what he needs to be. I don't think that she's really doing. I just don't think they're doing right. Well, leave them in God's hands. Let the pastor work with them. He's the one that's got the wisdom and the knowledge to work with situations. Let him take care of it. Amen. Now, there's a high cost to becoming a spiritual dropout. The cost is more than you want to pay to drop out of the race, to give up. You suffer when you neglect to be what God has called you to be. Now, I want you to consider something. If you drop out of the race, if you throw in the towel. If you quit, consider how your family will be deprived, even robbed by your neglect to be the person that you are capable of being with God's help. Your decision to drop out, to quit, is going to affect other people. How's it going to affect your friends? your relatives, your neighbors, how will it affect the church family? See, it's more than you involved in this because I got enough sense to know. I've been tempted in my life to quit. Amen. Devil's tempted me to quit preaching before. He's came to me before and said, you know, you're really not accomplishing anything. You're not getting much good done. Why don't you just quit? And I talk to the devil sometimes. And you know what I said one time to the devil? Well, devil, if I'm not doing any good, what do you want me to quit so bad for? Amen? I want to stay true to God. I don't want to be a spiritual dropout. So how can I prevent it? What's the prescription for preventing spiritual dropout? Recognize that salvation is something more than a ticket or a train that carries you to heaven. 
Accept personal responsibility for yourself, for your decisions, and for your destiny. And accept some responsibility for others. Recognize that God has saved you in order that you might be a service to somebody else. Respond to the continuing inward encouragement provided by the Holy Ghost as he seeks to lead you towards spiritual maturity. My friend, in closing, could it be that this is a condition of your weary heart today? Maybe you have given up. I'm encouraging you to come back. Maybe you've been tempted to give up. Friend, you need help when you get in these situations. And God can help you. God can lift you back up. God is a God of second chances and third chances and on and on. Amen. Listen to the prophet Jeremiah in the ninth chapter and verse number two. Oh, that I had in the wilderness a lodging place of wayfaring men that I may leave my people and go from them for they be all adulterous in assembly of treacherous men. We can come to these places in life, but we don't have to stay in the valley of discouragement. God wants to bring us out of that valley of discouragement. And I tell you, friend, he's brought me out of it many times in my life. Thank God forever. Let's, let's not be a spiritual dropout. We can determine. I, I believe in determination. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. One thing I'm not going to do. Let's get it settled. One thing for sure. I may fall. I possibly could make some mistakes. But I'm not giving up. If I fall, I'm going to get back up again. Amen. You're going to make mistakes, friend. Young Christians, you're going to make mistakes. And every time you make one, the devil's right there to say, you might as well quit. But we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. He's a perpetuation for our sins. Not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Thank God forever. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.